Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons, and we are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in Romans 14. Okay? Um, we're going to be talking about uh, how we're going to treat our fellow man, especially when they first come to Christ. And we're not going to be passing judgment on one another because we you have to learn once you come to Christ, you have to learn how to be in Christ. Right. Amen? Amen. And, we, and, and too many times we get people in Christ, but we don't give them a chance to learn what that is. And we start throwing a whole bunch of, you shouldn't be doing that. And, da -da 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 -da. Right. and then you can talk them right out of being in Christ. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we have to have patience, just like somebody had patience with you. When you came in. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have to have patience as well for others. And that's what we're going to be talking about today in Romans 14. And, uh, and in the process, we're going to be talking about, as you do this, don't become a stumbling block for your brother. Right. Or sister. Right? That's don't right. get in their way. And we do that. We get in the way. Mm -hmm. We smother people in Christ and don't leave room for Christ to help them. Because <laughs> yeah. essentially you try to you try and end up being their Christ. Right. And you don't want that. Mm -hmm. God don't want that either. And you don't want that kind of trouble from God. <laughs> right. Amen. Amen. So we're gonna get into these scriptures. And it is 23 verses in this chapter. So read along with us and keep up and um, we'll learn something today. And we're going to start off Romans 14 and 1. And it says, As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. The one who is weak in faith, it tells you right there that they're weak in faith. And if you are a seasoned person in Christ, you should know when you see people weak in faith. Because you'll be able to see that they're where you were. Right. 
Now I'm going to tell you this, if you're weak in faith, you have no business trying to teach somebody who else is weak in faith. Yeah. The Bible tells you, you know, don't be so quick to be a teacher. Right. Right? Yeah. So if they weak in faith, welcome them in. It says, but not to quarrel over opinions. So you can, you can correct someone without getting nasty with it. It's ways to do it without offending anybody. Well, God just told me that everything that you're saying is wrong. No, that's just wrong. That's wrong. I'm not now. Really? It's not that serious when you're not even living that life yourself. Right. And you might be right, but it's still a right way to go about it. Welcome them. Right. And we're going, you know, this is focusing on the positive side. Mm -hmm. We're trying to be positive with people. Right. Okay. And you, you do, you and, you know, we always have the negatives in there. We do. It's some people that just don't want to hear you. And that's fine. But there's no need to quarrel. Because they either want to hear what you have to say, or they don't. Right. And you don't have to get offended. Because you have to look at it this way. If I'm teaching you something, and you think you know better than I do, and I know you don't, <laughs> I'm going to just leave you alone. Right. Because you're not listening and you don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. And I can't force you to listen. Right. Because that ain't going to look right. No. <laughs> but you have to leave people to themselves if they don't want to hear. Right. Maybe they'll catch on later. But just tell them, and when you see it's not going good, let it go. That's right. Move on. Mm -hmm. But if it is, keep teaching. Right. Keep teaching. But do it in kindness. Out of love. Mm -hmm. And not by you trying to make your point. Mm -hmm. Because that's what, that's what happens in these quarrels over opinions. Because when you're quarreling over opinions, and you lose track of the scripture that you're trying to get across, and then what becomes more important is that your point becomes more important than the scripture being true. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So don't quarrel over opinions. And opinions are nothing but facts and figures anyway. True. And when we talking, when we talking scripture, we talking truth. 
And you know, our church, in our church, we talk about the difference between facts and truth. Mm -hmm. We hear facts every day. True. And facts change every day. But the truth is the truth. Yeah. The truth is the same either way. Right. But facts change every day. Right. I mean, years ago, the world used to be flat. Now it's round. But the truth is, it was always round. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, right. it's more of an oval shape, but... You know, Stay it's around. never been flat. Stay around. So we have to throw out opinions when we talk in scripture. Mm -hmm. Stop using words when you teach it. Like, I think. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it means this. It probably says this. Mm -hmm. I believe... It says this. No, it either says it or it doesn't. Be sure about the scriptures that you are teaching. If you call yourself teaching someone, know what you're talking about. And if you don't know what you're talking about, stay away from the scriptures. Right? what you don't know. But just because you're teaching don't mean you have an answer to every question. It is nothing wrong with saying, I don't know. Let me study that and I'll get back to you. Especially when you have a teaching environment. Just give it to the class. Anybody want to answer this question? You'd be surprised who knows stuff that you don't know. Right? One person believes he may eat anything. Mm -hmm. While the weak person eats only vegetables. This is two. Now this is an example. One person believes he may eat anything. Now you got a person in here that I can eat whatever I want. Bible say nothing is bad. Everything God makes is good. Mm -hmm. Then you have this other person there. You can't eat no swine now. Yeah. You can't eat everything. everything. Yeah. Don't eat no pork. Don't eat no swine. The Bible says, you know. But at the end of the day, whether you eat swine or pork, chicken, fish, right, cobbler, right. Is that going to save your soul? Right. No. No. It yeah. is not. It's not. Quarreling over opinions about stuff. Right. You are not going to have total damnation mm -hmm. because you ate pork. Right. right. <laughs> you're just not. Right. No, you're not. That's it. Three says, let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains. Mm -hmm. So if you if if you eat the stuff, mm -hmm. eat it. But don't get mad at the person that don't eat it. Right. right. And the person that don't eat it, don't get mad at the person that eat it. Right. Exactly. 
Right? So it says, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats. It says, for God has welcomed him. God welcomes everybody. That's right. So we don't have to worry about none of that. Mm -hmm. Whether you eat or whether you abstain or whether you... It doesn't matter. Stop putting your personal beliefs on everybody when God's belief is different from both of y'all. Right. Right. Right? Yeah, that's true. You love Christ, you love Christ, but you eat pork. You love Christ, but you don't eat pork. It doesn't matter because you both love Christ. Right. <laughs> so it says to you in for Whoever passes judgment on the servant of another, it is before his own master that he stands or falls. So, we're not to pass judgment on other people. And see, he says these other people have masters. And then, to me, this goes into passing judgment on other people that are in other churches with other pastors. Leading people alone. Mm. Leave them alone. If you don't want to deal with them, if you don't like them, if you don't want to talk about them, leave them alone. Mm -hmm. Just don't bother with them. Disrespecting somebody else's master or or pastor or or job or whatever the case may be is not going to do you any good. We treat each other too bad. Too bad. Who are you to pass judgment on the servants of another? Right. And then it says, and he will be held up, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. Mm-hmm. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. We was talking this morning about somebody saying, good morning. Mm-hmm. That person is having a good day. The other person say, what's good about it? Because mm-hmm. all the days is the same day to them. <laughs> well, that's you. Right. If every day is the worst day of your life, that's on you. Right. I mean, can you get that? Every day is the worst day of your life. So today is the, yeah, today is worse than yesterday and the day before that. Oh, boy. Right, tomorrow going to be worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, your life. Yeah. Uh, Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The one who observes the day, observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God. While the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. Either one, they they are abstaining or they're eating on God's behalf. I had the story that uh, 
it was this nation. And it was this pastor going to this nation. And he says, okay, I'm going over here, going overseas. And I'm going to, uh, and he was going to Africa. And he says, okay, I'm going to go over here. And he was like, he was getting some advice from another pastor. And the pastor says, okay, when you go over there, make sure you eat everything that they give you. Because you don't want to offend nobody. And the pastor said, well, do. I will go over there and make sure I eat everything that they have on their plate. So he gets over there. They're having a good time in the Lord. And then it came time for feasting. So the pastor sits down. He remembers what the other pastor told him. So he's eating everything that they are giving him. So every time they give him food, he is eating it up. Because he didn't want to offend nobody. In the process, the leader of the group got offended. And he didn't understand why he got so offended. Because I ate everything that you gave me. But in his mind, and in his culture, when you eat everything, that means they didn't feed you enough. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Wow. So don't go to different churches and different places and different things, doing different things with your preconceived notions. Mm -hmm. Right. About how people are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Just let them be. Right. And teach from that. We, we, we have too many things in our heads and too many strategies to do things. Mm -hmm. Just do what God tells you to do. Right. Stop coming up with schemes and plots and plans. All of those type of words does not belong in the church. Mm -hmm. We don't do schemes in the church. No. We don't do plots. Right? Six says, the one who observes the day, observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in the honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God. While the other who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. Seven says, for none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. We all live for God. Everything we're supposed to be doing is for God anyway. So if they're doing it in God's honor, honor that. You see? Right. Six says, what was it? Nine says, for to this end Christ died and lived again. That he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Mm -hmm. Or you, why do you despise your brother? Mm -hmm. For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Now, why do we pass judgment on our brothers? Now, the problem with understanding this scripture is, there's nothing wrong with passing judgment on your brother. But this is passing judgment in hate. Right. 
Because there's a way to judge in love. You know what I mean? So you can judge in love. And, and you can pull somebody off to the side. I remember in the scriptures where it says, Apollos was teaching. And um, Ananias and Sapphira pulled him off to the side after he got through. And taught him a better way. As the scripture says. Remember? So he was teaching and he was doing that. But they pulled him off to the side. It's a way to do it. Then offending somebody and just... Telling them that they wrong and doing all that extra stuff and passing judgment mm -hmm. and hate. Mm -hmm. We're not to do that. And then it says, or or you, why do you despise your brother? You just can't stand him. What did he do to you? You can't stand him, brother. You don't even know why you don't like him. You just don't like him. <laughs> Or you heard somebody say something about somebody that told you something he did or she did and that ain't got nothing to do with you and it's all garbage anyway. Because right. at the end of the day when you finally talk to the person, you find out none of that was true. And it was them. Ooh. See, people that hate on you ain't going to tell you the truth. Right? right? Mm -hmm. They tell everybody else what's wrong with you. But they won't talk to you themselves. Mm -hmm. Ten says, why do you pass judgment on your brother? So eleven says, for it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us will give an account to himself, to God. God is going to ask you, so what do you say for yourself? Well, God, you know, I was, you know, I was, you, you remember. It's not going to fly. So we need to be aware. Use wisdom when you talk to folks. Use wisdom while you're teaching. God is the one who's supposed to be feeding you anyway. Right? right? Mm -hmm. 13. It says, Therefore let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or a hindrance in the way of a brother. Let's not pass judgment. He says, and and but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or a hindrance in the way of a brother. We don't need to do that. We don't need to be a hindrance to each other. Right. That's not going to help anybody in the body of Christ. No. 14 says, I know I am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself. But it is unclean for anyone who thinks it's unclean. So if somebody say it's unclean, then to you, that's what it is. Yeah. I get that. Because mm -hmm. everybody can't do the same thing. Mm-hmm. 
I can eat strawberries. I love strawberries. Mm. My wife can't eat strawberries. Mm -hmm. It's not that she doesn't believe in strawberries. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> She's allergic. Yeah. She can't eat them. But I don't hate on her for her un-strawberryness. Un-strawberryness. <laughs> right? Right. If it's unclean to them, it's unclean. Mm -hmm. I get it. I understand what you're saying. Right. You following old school scripture? You still following scripture. And I am good with that. Yeah. That's fine. But don't get mad at me when I'm sitting here eating. Break mm. Right. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, man, I can't talk to you. You eat that swine. Well, you don't eat it. I'm not hating on you. Right. I don't eat it all the time. <laughs> you know? But we, 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 we get too caught up in... And stuff that ain't got nothing to do with your soul being saved. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? That And that's the problem. We get caught up in busy work. True. So true. 15 says, For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. Mm. I, don't, I don't like having pork in my house. Well, we're going to eat pork today. We're going to eat it today. Mm. You better get used to this pork today. <laughs> really? Wow. You don't come to somebody else's house and, and do something that they don't want you to do in their house. Right. But on the same token, when you go over to their house and they're doing it, mm. don't get mad. Right. You went over there. Right. You know how they are. <laughs> And you know what they do. <coughs> right? Right. Respect one another's space. Right. But don't fall in the space with God. That's right. Don't fall out of space with God. Don't let God chastise you for something you could have avoided. If you would have just been godly in the first place. Mm -hmm. Walk in love. It says, by what you eat, do not destroy the one from whom Christ died. So do not let what you, what you regard as good be spoken of as evil. Mm -hmm. Don't let your good be evil spoken of. Right? Right. Man, I ate some pork over at his house and he flipped out. Mm -hmm. Am I eating no pork in this house? Oh my God! <laughs> what is wrong with you? Stop. 
So do not let what you regard as good be spoken of as evil. If you're going to act all like that, maybe you need a piece of bacon. <laughs> right. <laughs> 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. What you eat and what you drink is not going to get you into heaven. Right. Come on. Right. Have more respect for God than that. Mm -hmm. To know that you're you getting into a heavenly place doesn't hinge on whether you eat something that you shouldn't or don't eat something you shouldn't. Right. Give God more respect than that. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but a of righteousness and peace mm -hmm. and joy in the Holy Spirit. And here's the thing with that. You get righteousness, you get peace, and you get joy in the Holy Spirit. And if you have the Holy Spirit, you won't be doing this crazy mess in the first place. thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God. You serve Christ? Yes. Yes. Well, you're acceptable. No matter what you eat. And approved by men. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Now, let's pursue what we do have in common. Let's stop looking at what we don't have in common and look at the factors that we do have in common and build on what we do have in common. Right? Oh, we're not going to deal with them because they do this but do they believe in God? Yeah, they believe in God. But they do all this extra stuff. If they believe in God, let's work with that. Right. They believe in Jesus Christ? They do? Okay, let's work with that. Right. You can turn down some great relationships just because you don't believe everything that they do. Mm. And I'm going to tell you, in each religion, every religion has something wrong with it. Yeah. That's why it's religion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. It was a religion that got a real on it because everybody been redoing religion for years and decades. Yeah. Keep making new ones. Definitely. Definitely. And all God asked us to do is be holy. That's it. Right. 20 says, do not, mm -hmm. for the sake of food, mm 
destroy the work of God. You hear that? For the sake of food. Something God put here for us to eat. You're going to let that separate you from breaking bread with your brother. Ain't that something? Everything indeed, everything is indeed clean, but it is wrong for anyone to make another stumble by what he eats. We have to get out of that and start finding some unity somewhere. Because whether you are Church of God, Christ, Baptist, Protestant, uh, Episcopalian, uh, Methodist, Catholic, all of those different, we have to find some kind of common ground to come together in unity. Because the world has more unity than the church does. Which is why everything is so bad and revelation is going to happen. Revelation is going to happen because the church didn't happen the way it should. If the church was came together like it was supposed to, and read things like it was supposed to, and did everything according to what God said, there wouldn't be no need for revelation. But because everything is twisted, and the devil is the prince of this world, because we allow him to be. Because he has no power over us being in Christ. But we give him all the power in the world. Literally. To do whatever he wants to do. And the things that we did have. We allowed them to take out. We allowed them to take prayer out of the schools. Kids have games on Sundays. I remember it was a time when, when the kids didn't have no games on Sundays. You know, but they allow the church allows them to do everything. And we just move back instead of closing gaps. We just make the gaps bigger. We just moved out of the way. And now that it's real bad, we sit in there and say, okay, well, yeah, it's bad. Here's what it is. Wow. You know, and now the church is at a, it's, it's in a background mm -hmm. watching all of this stuff now. Yeah. That's why God God knew it was going to get that bad. That's why he told us to just watch and pray. Because that's what you're going to do anyway. Right. Right. So, outside of doing anything in the world, at least we can come together. But we just as separated as the world is. We separated ourselves from the world and then we separated ourselves from each other. Right. What good is that going to do? We have put ourselves in the same spot as Adam and Eve in the beginning. When they allowed the devil to come in and separate. Adam and Eve allowed the devil to come in and separate Eve from Adam. Then, the end game was them separating themselves from God. Yeah. And we're still 
doing the same thing. Because what we have done in the church has separated ourselves when we came up with all these different denominations. We separated ourselves from each other. Which in turn really separated us from God. And you can't get these different denominations to come together and do anything. True. We, we had a sad state. And this is where Paul was seen in, in Rome. 22 says, the faith that you have, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for he approves. For what he approves. If you approve something, and if you are in Christ, he said, blessed is you. Well, nobody can blame you for anything. <laughs> and everything you do in, in, in Christ is perfect in God's eyes. Right. And then 23 says, but whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats. Because the eating is not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. So anything outside of faith is sin. Why is that? Because doubt is sin. Yes. Right? Right. We can't we can't love God and doubt that He can do what He do right. at the same time. I'm not going to ask God for a blessing and then doubt He can do it. That's right. Won't He do it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. Which one is it? Where you at? Wow. We have to stick to what we know and what wow. God has taught us in the scriptures. And as we stick to what God teaches us in the scriptures, we'll bring more people to Christ. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. So keep the faith. Stay rooted and grounded in your faith. Make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And stop hating on your brothers and sisters. Right. Stop passing judgment on people and hate. Use wisdom when you talk to people. Use wisdom in your everyday life. Yeah. As the Holy Spirit gives you utterance. In what? In everything. That's right. In everything. Allow the Holy Spirit to come in and teach you everything. And watch how you and the people around you.
around you grow. Amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for understanding that we are not to pass judgment and hate on people. We are, thank you for telling us not to be a stumbling block for our brothers and sisters. But to be kind to one another. And be accepting as long as we are in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Hi. Thanks for watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.